Tempted and tried, we're oft made to wonder why it should be thus all the day long. While there are others living about us, never. Greetings and welcome to Farther Along. This service is an offering from Redeemer Evangelical Lutheran Church in Robbinsdale, Minnesota, to assist your daily devotions through a series of meditations on Luther's small catechism. This eight-week series takes a few moments to reflect upon what God has given us to believe, teach, and confess through his humble servant, Martin Luther. 
Today's devotion follows the order of Matins found on page 219 in the Lutheran Service Book. Matins is a traditional morning service that the church has used in daily devotions for centuries. It focuses the mind upon the beginning of the day that the Lord has made. May the word of God that will be shared in this devotion richly bless you through the word incarnate, Jesus Christ. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father. office hymn is when the roll is called up yonder.
Today's small catechism reading is the close of the commandments. What does God say about all these commandments? He says, I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the father to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. What does this mean? God threatens to punish all who break these commandments. Therefore, we should fear his wrath and not do anything against them. But he promises grace and every blessing to all who keep these commandments. Therefore, we should also love and trust in him and gladly do what he commands. Today's large catechism reading comes to us from the conclusion of the Ten Commandments, paragraphs 311 to 318. Now we have the Ten Commandments, a summary of divine teaching about what we are to do in order that our whole life may be pleasing to God. 
everything that is to be a good work must arise and flow from and in this true fountain and channel. So apart from the Ten Commandments, no work or thing can be good or pleasing to God, no matter how great or precious it is in the world's eyes. Let us see now what our great saints can boast of their spiritual orders and their great and mighty works. They have invented and set these things up, while they let these commandments go, as though they were far too insignificant or had long ago been perfectly fulfilled. I am of the opinion, indeed, that here one will find his hands full and will have enough to do to keep these commandments, meekness, patience, love toward enemies, chastity, kindness, and other such virtues and their implications. But such works are not of value and make no display in the world's eyes. For these are not peculiar and proud works. They are not restricted to particular times, places, rites, and customs. They are common, everyday household works that one neighbor can do for another. Therefore, they are not highly regarded. But the other works cause people to open their eyes and ears wide. Men aid this effect by the great display, expense, and magnificent buildings with which they adorn such works, so that everything shines and glitters. There they waft incense, they sing and ring bells, they light tapers and candles, so that nothing else can be seen or heard. For when a priest stands there in a surplus garment, embroidered with gold thread, or a layman continues all day upon his knees in church, that is regarded as a most precious work, which no one can praise enough. But when a poor girl tends a little child and faithfully does what she is told, that is considered nothing. For what else should monks and nuns seek in their cloisters? Look, is this a cursed overconfidence of those desperate saints who dare to invent a higher and better life in a state than the Ten Commandments teach? To pretend, as we have said, that this is an ordinary life for the common man, but theirs is for saints and perfect ones? The miserable blind people do not see that no person can go far enough to keep one of the Ten Commandments as it should be kept. Both the Apostles' Creed and the Lord's Prayer must come to our aid, as we shall hear. By them, power and strength to keep the commandments is sought and prayed for and received continually. Therefore, all their boasting amounts to as much as if I boasted and said, to be sure, I don't have a penny to make payment with, but I confidently will try to pay ten florins. All this I say and teach so that people might get rid of the sad misuse that has taken such deep root and still clings to everybody. In all estates upon earth, they must get used to looking at these commandments only and to be concerned about these matters. For it will be a long time before they will produce a teaching or a state equal to the Ten Commandments, because they are so high that no one can reach them by human power. Whoever does reach them is a heavenly angelic person, far above all holiness of the world. Just occupy yourself with them. Try your best. Apply all your power and ability. You will find so much to do that you will neither seek nor value any other work or holiness. Today's scripture reading comes to us from the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 36, verses 15 to 21. The Lord, the God of their fathers, sent persistently to them by his messengers, because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. But they kept mocking the messengers of God, despising his words and scoffing at his prophets, until the wrath of the Lord rose against his people, until there was no remedy. Therefore he brought up against them the king of the Chaldeans, who killed their young men with the sword in the house of their sanctuary, and had no compassion on young man or virgin, old man or aged. He gave them all into his hand. And all the vessels of the house of God, great and small, and the treasures of the house of the Lord, and the treasures of the king and of his princes, all these he brought to Babylon. And they burned the house of God, and broke down the wall of Jerusalem, and burned all its palaces with fire, and destroyed all its precious vessels. He took into exile in Babylon those who had escaped from the sword, and they became servants to him and to his sons until the establishment of the kingdom of Persia, to fulfill the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah, until the land had enjoyed its Sabbaths. 
all the days that it lay desolate it kept Sabbath to fulfill seventy years. Our commentary on the scriptures this morning comes to us from letter 133 of Jerome. It is true that in the Holy Scriptures many are called righteous, as Zechariah and Elizabeth, Job, Jehoshaphat, Josiah, and many others who are mentioned in the sacred writings. Of this fact I shall, if God gives me grace, give a full explanation in the work that I have promised. In this letter it must suffice to say that they are called righteous, not because they are faultless, but because their faults are eclipsed by their virtues. In fact, Zechariah is punished with dumbness. Job is condemned out of his own mouth, and Jehoshaphat and Josiah, who are beyond a doubt described as righteous, are narrated to have done things displeasing to the Lord. The first aligned himself with the ungodly Ahab and brought on himself the rebuke of Micaiah. And the second, though forbidden by the word of the Lord spoken by Jeremiah, went against Pharaoh Necho, king of Egypt, and was killed by him. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your
you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by your governance may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen. Thank you once again for listening to Farther Along, an outreach of Redeemer Evangelical Lutheran Church in Robbinsdale, Minnesota. You are invited to join us each Sunday at 4201 Regent Avenue North, right off the intersection of Highway 100 and 42nd Avenue. Just look for Jesus blessing the travelers along the highway. Our worship services are 9 a.m. We have Bible classes for all ages starting at 1030. Everyone is welcome to hear the word of God as he seeks to bless you as you journey through this world. The liturgical parts of the service today have been taken from recordings of the Seminary Contori from Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Farther Along was recorded by Dolly Parton, Emmylou Harris, and Linda Ronstadt. The hymn of the day has been taken from public domain sources and linked to the readings for the day. On behalf of Redeemer Lutheran Church in Robbinsdale, Minnesota, I encourage you to be back next time to hear another edition of Farther Along.